what's new? <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Oh my God. Am I going to do the opening? I'm going to do the opening. Just shut do up. I'm going to do it. Please note this podcast contains adult themes, offensive language, and probably really bad fucking jokes. Listener discretion is advised. If you are looking for my thoughts on the local peanut butter whiskey I found. If you're looking for me to name all the hats I can think of. (laughs) How about an hour of me trying to name every single Disney character? (laughs) (laughs) Or the story of that time I microwaved a spaghetti squash and it blew the microwave door off. (laughs) I want that. Uh, But that's not on this because this is not the podcast for you. (laughs) For you. Podcast. You hear those things. (laughs) That's so true. Hey, Tam. Oh, my God. I'm Sarah. That's Haley. And we are here to. Just to make it happen. (laughs) I got nothing. Oh, it's all good. But let's like whip right into those sponsors. Oh, that's what we need to do. Folks, we want to take a moment to thank Fansets for being the presenting sponsor of Trek Rewind and the Trek Geeks podcast network that's right as we all deal with the continued effects of the coronavirus pandemic we know that small businesses is an essential part of a recovering economy and we are proud to support one of the best small businesses in the whole galaxy and that's fansets fansets wants to let everyone know that they are working as hard as possible to get the lower decks badge collection and voyager collector sets shipped out to customers as soon as they can The pandemic has caused some big time delays in getting finished product from overseas and they're doing everything they can to speed up the process. They greatly appreciate your patience and support during these strange times. And you know what else they appreciate? No. I'm going to tell you right now. The holiday season. You know why? Because it's kind of become a tradition to have a special holiday pin release and this year is no different. Last year, it was the adorable number one from Star Trek Picard in a Santa hat. Ah. And this year, everyone's favorite holodeck training program, Badgie, (laughs) will be celebrating the season with you. He's going to try and kill you. (laughs) Head on over to Fansets' social media pages to get a glimpse of what is certain to be a quick sellout at Fansets.com. Fansets, our pins have character. And we thank our friends at Fansets for being the presenting sponsor of Truck Rewind and the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Oh. Thanks, fansets. Do, 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 do. Did you ever see the character Badgie on Lower Decks? Did you get that much into it? No, and <sighs> I I thought that you had like miswritten like Ed Bagley Jr. or something like that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this is right, so I'm just going to say it. Uh, Sometimes yeah. you do typos. I did. Well, that's it happens. It happens every day. Um, do you remember Clippy? That used to yes. be like a thing. Oh, yeah. Fuck. So this is like the this is the Star Trek holodeck version. One of the characters created, and it would be like, "Hi, I'm Badgie. Welcome to the holodeck." And then oh, he went no. rogue and became tried to kill the guy, and it was pretty awesome. funny. And Looks he's still like there. Trying the to com- write a letter. <laughs> it was so good. So Badgie's a little evil, but you gotta mm. love it. Whoa. Sweet. The sirens coming for you. Yeah. Oh boy. What did you do now? You know what's weird is my windows are closed. So oh wow. no, wait, one of them's open. Um, what did I do? I had a socially distanced visit with one of the people from my bubble, which I feel is kind of not allowed, but because I live alone, I can six feet apart. It was outside. No judging. 
are they coming for me? I don't know. I'm not allowed to travel um, still, which is, you know, honestly, like I'm fine. Like having to travel once a week and live in two places is just really, it's difficult. Um, And so I'm happy to be kind of able to plant my feet in one place. Yeah. When you're forced to kind of sit still, then you can kind of just relax for a little bit. I have, yeah, I can actually have a project or, or something. I don't know, just like some predictability Mm -hmm. and yeah. And so I'm happy about that. And also anytime I travel to Vancouver, I end up going to Whole Foods for lunch and it's always like $25. Oh, geez. I know. Whole so Foods good, more man. like whole paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Good one. Did you hear that folks? It's comedy all day. <laughs> keep it coming. Keep it coming. Yeah. Um, what's up? What else is new? I, what's going um, on with you? Tell me. What's new? new, 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 new. I had attempted to take a couple of days off, which would have involved a massage at a fancy spa in town. Um, but the, like basically the night before I was supposed to take that time off, the provincial health officer was like, I'm going to issue a bunch of orders tomorrow. And I was like, guess I will not be taking that time off. And <laughs> oh. so I was like, Oh, but instead I treated myself to a, um, a chiropractor appointment and I ended up with a really nice hematoma on my, <laughs> on my hip. I was like, what? cause he's really digging in there. Right. Like it's just, uh, anyway. And then I'm like, well, what kind of exercises can I do? Cause I'm like hypermobile. And he's like, yeah, don't do stuff like yoga because you're just, you're too flexible. It's just gonna, it sounds, it sounds sexy guys, but it's not, uh, <laughs> snapping hip syndrome, all sorts of shit. Walking down the street, my elbow twangs back the wrong way. I have like raptor legs when I'm standing. Anyway. So he's like, just go, just go for a walk. He's like, just go for a brisk walk. So I'm like, okay. And so I got home after the appointment. I'm like, hey, let's, John, let's go for a walk. We'll go around Beaver Lake and Elk Lake. It's 10K. It's nice. There's always dogs. There's wildlife. Let's do it. Fucking halfway through, I'm feeling like this rubbing on, on my Achilles against my sock and my blendstones. And I'm thinking, oh, this is going to hurt later. <laughs> Cue me like five kilometers later, just like hobbling. And like, I end up like, we get home. I take my boot off. I take my sock off and it's like third degree burn level, like almost to the bone. This is what happens when someone tells me just to go for a walk. <laughs> anyway, so I got you a don't bunch stop. of like, you just keep walking. No, I know. Yeah, and he was like, do you want to stop and I'll go get the car and pick you up? I'm like, again? No, it's fine. But Jesus. And so I bought like those adhesive wound strips that are like see-through and they, but they totally healed. Like, so over the course of the week, my heel totally is better and blend stones are on the balcony because I'm mad at them. Oh my gosh. And yeah, other than that, I, in terms of work, we've turned our attention to vaccine planning. So after nearly 11 months of dealing, no, it has been 11 months of the pandemic. Uh, now that vaccine is starting to become available, we have to kind of think about how to immunize the population with super cooled vaccines with a distribution system that isn't used to it. And so what does that mean? I don't know, but I got a rally. We have 32 days before we, we have to figure it out. And so, yeah, I'm good. I'm busy again, but it's, uh, I'm picturing I, something with drones when it comes to the vaccines. <laughs> just You know what, man, any idea is a good idea. I'm going to take it forward. Tap water. 
If you put it in tap water. Put it in the tap water. Put it into the sunlight and inject yourself directly with. Yeah. Or like I saw in Fantastic Beasts, you know, the rain would come down and it would help cure stuff. So if we can somehow get a biodome over Canada to create our own air system. And it's like the Martian meets Harry Potter. This is totally doable. Are you, are you writing notes? You know I am. Yeah. (laughs) Drop this down. Drop this down. I got an idea. (laughs) I I want you to zoom me into the next meeting you're having with the public health officials and let them know Sarah's got some ideas. The premier is going to be all over it because he's got a science fiction mind. So he sure does. Doing I his own, giving the Vulcan salute. I was like freaking out. I loved it. I know. It was so cool. I also yeah. really appreciate how the Minister of Health did his oath on mute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, COVID virtual mm. times. Classic. Oh I, I like that. Mm-hmm. That's now real. I'm having a Caesar. <laughs> I have a mojito. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I know. I was hoping for it. What's new with you? What's new? Well, that's not. Um, I'm going to kind of spiral off of what you kind of talked about. And I'm going to talk about that thing, that thing you love that happens when you get old. Random injuries and pains. (laughs) We're those people now. We just talk about our aches and pains. I I spent one day at my office in downtown Victoria. The result was carpal tunnel, <laughs> thumb twitching for 36 hours straight because no. I was the asshole who like leaned their elbow on their armrest the whole time because it, my setup is crap at my actual office. Mm. And so I put that pressure on my elbow that I probably blocked the nerve a little bit and it was just like a whole thing. So that was awesome. Then I pulled a muscle between my shoulder blades and I could only really find relief for a couple days by taking, for taking a deep breath when I lifted my hand in the air, like an asshole. So I'm like walking the dog and I'm like waving at complete strangers. (laughs) Two Saturday, I wake up and it was so extreme. It was nerve pain. Mm -hmm. I couldn't walk. I couldn't do anything. I was like ice on my back all day Saturday. And by Monday it was fine. But I was like freaking out because it was that nerve pain that I had when I really yeah. had my lower back and I was like, like now it's the upper back like can we can we not no so, that's my life oh oh gosh have you seen and that weird guy since no I haven't thank gosh um okay. we went out and we went out at the perfect time because it was like right before all those restrictions so we got to go to our pub and we had our drinks and that was really hey. nice to see you because I feel like it's gonna be a while again oh you're talking about me you and me went out who the fuck do you think I was talking about? Me and the Brad. creepy guy and the... Oh, God, no. That's <laughs> nothing to talk about. <laughs> when that was such a fun day. Oh, what did and we drink? We had... Um, you started with a Caesar. Caesar. I had Prosecco. You had Prosecco. We were celebrating just being together and every other reason to celebrate. Then there was um, wine. And I don't usually drink wine, but we had no. three nine-ounce glasses each. Yeah. And we had more than shafts and we had fucking sangria. I don't know what. what a peach sangria. Oh, she made weird. them for us. And, and then, a, just a little teeny Caesar salad that was like yeah. literally the bag salad you get at fucking Walmart. <sighs> so disappointing. It was fries to split. Mm. It was awesome. That was yeah, a fun I, day. And then we went, I, I spent $110 on some mushroom pills. 
the lion's mane. <laughs> and then I bought that $45 Power Ranger for my brother for Christmas. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Don't uh, listen, Evan. It's too late. I went to Don't worry, it's <laughs> I went to Bean World and when I got home, I was like, I only got one of the earring hooks. I didn't get pears. So I was like, I got shit that I can't use. No. I was just like, I'm using a fucking dinner tray. Like, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy that. Fucking oh, fail. So funny. Ugh, I love it. Um, yeah, that's about all I got. I was really happy to see that Law & Order Special Victims Unit is back on, except for the fact that they have like COVID within the plot lines and they're not doing it properly which i think is kind of dangerous like we're wearing yeah. a mask no we're not and now we're just i'm like just don't do it just don't do it i know but i'm I really was excited watching, yeah. podcast i told you about that's messed up yeah two comedians yeah. like we're doing like episodes and then talking about like the true story behind them i'm like <laughs> so excited for that oh because a lot of the svu episodes are based on true f- stories yeah or like loosely yes big time and you can totally tell like oh my when God. they are you're like oh yeah Oh, yeah. I love I it. That is. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. I'm officially done school for right now. Next class starts end of January. So that oh, feels good. Oh, so nice. So nice. That in the back of your mind. Oh, yes. God. Just totally. Yeah. I get it. We did it. Yeah. That's life. That's life. That's life. <laughs> that's what all the podcasters say. We're riding low in november and probably still will be shot down in may yeah oh Mm. um christmas have you been thinking about how that's gonna look we have a backup plan in our minds we've been invited to go to edmonton and we don't really want to just because of the dog we don't want to leave the dog alone like at a place like a stranger's for christmas so we, we could drive but that's a lot of time off and we don't have time off. So we were thinking if we're able to, we might stay a night at Tanamara in Parkville <gasps> so we can do brunch or lunch with my dad on Christmas day. Oh, and then nice. Christmas night we'll have our own cabin. We'll go to the pool. We'll cook dinner with the dog yeah. and do our own little like resort one night getaway for Christmas. And the hotel confirmed or the spot, like things opened with their COVID restrictions for now. And like, yeah. So that was kind of they like can a, do it safely. It's safe, it's safer to go to those settings than having people over in your own home, which is why we have those restrictions. We're not mm-hmm. allowed to have people over in our own homes or go to other people's homes. Yeah. Um, our plan is loosely well. It's so hard to tell what things are going to be like, especially since the case numbers have been rising on the island. But our um, most sort of restrictive plan is that we quarantine for 14 days separately and then we come together and have Christmas dinner um, and gift exchange and stuff at my parents' house. So if we are, if we all stay at home mm-hmm. for 14 days and we don't develop symptoms, then we can get together mm-hmm. and it's just a matter of managing groceries and all that kind of stuff. So that's a plan, but we'll see. I mean, like we, we celebrated um, my, my brother's birthday on the street and that was back in March and I don't know but it would just be like Christmas is such a nice tradition for me and my family and I just like already now because John lives in Vancouver and he's from a higher risk setting like I am not hugging my parents because you know I can't I can only hug one person and I want to get benefits out of that hug so you know (laughs) Fair enough. And I do. <clears throat> it's crazy to think. 
Yeah. We'll see. There's so yep. much that can happen between now and then. There could be a first encounter with an alien species that will instantly cure us all. I'm gonna game, I'm gonna put that one out there on my vision board. Like nice aliens. Klingons that, that have cool. a bit less of a chip on the shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um speaking of Klingons, Star Trek gossip. I got nothing. I haven't looked, I haven't been on any social media. I don't know. Nothing's going on. I don't think anything's going on. I think everything's still, we hope to make more shows. We're trying to do our best to be smart and be safe. Discovery's still on and it's still kicking ass as we talked about already. I love it. I love it. Um, And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, there's been a lot of Star Trek stuff just in, in this year alone. Oh my gosh. We don't need to have an update on hot goss every We've been spoiled. Episode. Yeah. 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 And I didn't do any quizzes, although we did one for right. fun in our own time with Shit's Creek. And is yeah. how much percentage of, um, what's the daughter's name? Alexis. Alexis. I'm a little bit. <laughs> how much Alexis are you? I'm 90%. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm 60. I'm cool yeah. with that. That's I'm, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just about near the end of season three. Have you seen her do her song yet? I don't think like, so. I'm a little bit Alexis. You'll, you'll no. like it. Oh God. Oh my God. It's like mm. the best. You'll the son it. just opened up his business, his store. Oh, the general store. We like have one it. of those downtown now. Oh Yeah. It's basically exactly the same as the shit's cre- like the whole idea of the general store that's selling candles, but also sweaters and wine and cured meats. It's weird. Isn't that every tourist shop in downtown Victoria? Yeah, but I think this one's like a little more curated. Like it's a bit nicer. It's mm. and yeah, but I haven't been in just because of the pretentiousness of it all. But yeah, yeah, and you know, sound- local business. Fuck them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, mm. I'm not going anywhere. And if they don't deliver out to where I live, then forget it. Amazon it is. Um, we watched an episode. Journey's Oof. End. Yeah. Journey's End. The fucking Traveler. This is the one that I chose because the other option was something worse. Oh, there's always something remember. worse. There's, there is. It's going back to season one. Mm-hmm. So... I did the synopsis for this one. And if you're ready. Born ready. I'm going to hop in. Okay. I might mute for a little bit just because I have a sniffle because I'm cold. And um, I don't want to sniffle all the way through your beautiful manifesto. That's okay. I've been like eating celery off and on. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My Caesar. All right. Okay. Do it. So three. I poured myself a big old glass of wine for this one. The Enterprise has arrived at some planet to meet an admiral and pick up a long-lost member of the family, G.D. Wesley Crusher, who struts in all legal age and shit. He is even (laughs) more handsome than I remember. He's asked for his own quarters, and Beverly is giving him a hard time about it. The door chimes, and in walk Geordi and Data, who give him the gears about being a runaway cadet, and Data suggests that they might have to call security. Scores <laughs> that it was meant as a joke. Wesley's <laughs> like, fuck. He alludes to the time at the Academy as being great, but he seems less than enthused, and he seems generally down about being on board. Is this because he knows what's coming? 
Picard has the coolest teapot set he sets down in anticipation of having a meeting with the Admiral, and Riker suggests that he's sucking up to get a promotion. Picard basically says that she's a bitch, but to behave. The Admiral enters, and she is indeed a bitch, but is won over by the canapes that Picard has put out. The Admiral reports that the Cardassians and the Federation have completed a long, drawn-out negotiation about the Federation-Cardassian border. Neither side can put anything cool in the demilitarized area. Picard says that some of the colonies will have to move and they'll be upset. The Admiral says that a colony has to be uprooted by the Enterprise. Of course, they're a Native American tribe, (laughs) which Picard thankfully points out that the colonization back on Earth was debilitating. The Admiral waves it off because she's a fucking racist ding-dong. Oh, oh <laughs> honestly, this is not what Starfleet or the Federation stand for, and I'm surprised, but at least Picard is against it. The Admiral says it's for the greater good, and her white privilege screams, I've never experienced generational trauma. <laughs> West joins Jordi in engineering, wearing the worst fucking outfit I've ever seen, but I still want to see it on my floor. <laughs> Wesley cuts down the warp work Jordy has done, and Jordy's like, why are you so mean? Get out, you bitch! And Wesley stalks away. The Enterprise has since reached the colony, and Picard meets with the tribe. They're like, fuck, are you kidding me? We have to move again? Troy is with him, and there are three other planets that would work, but the tribe is like, you obviously don't get it, and Picard is like, come to the, Enter- tri- the Enterprise, and the tribe is like, okay, Cut to the Enterprise. Beverly fucking reaming Wesley out for being rude and snitty. He shoots back at her that he's sick of living up to everybody else's expectations, and I'm squinting my eyes. Not sure if I like this Wesley. Picard and the tribe leader, Anthawara, chitty chat in 10 forward, and I'm just fucking waiting in horror for what's to come. (laughs) (laughs) One of the people from the tribe, Lakanta, who is also on Shining Time Station, thank you very much, mm-hmm. approaches Wesley and says that he saw him in a vision quest and that he was expecting him for the last two years. That isn't the horror part. Crusher in, is in Picard's quarters and is bitching about how Wesley is terrible. Like, I'm sorry, did he kill a guy? He's a young man. Young men are dicks. Crusher is like crying and I'm like, oh my God, just have sex with John Luke and get over it. I know, figure it out. Jesus. Wesley's on the planet now and Lakanta and him talk about meaningful shit. Did you know that Tom Jackson, the guy who played Lakanta, received the Order of Canada? <gasps> Sorry. I knew that. I love that. Yeah. More back and forth between Picard and Anthwara, and there is a link between the colonization of Native Americans and Picard's ancestors' involvement. Picard <sighs> denies that he knows anything about this, and the tribe guy is like, Yeah, uh, I see you, you lion liar. Nice try. Meanwhile, fucking guess who shows up on the planet? The Cardassians. Oh, boy. Only Golovek, though, and his henchmen. Man, the Cardassians are so dreamy, don't you think? Mm -hmm. I think I have a thing for ridges. (laughs) I'm not talking old Dutch ridges. (laughs) If that didn't work, that was a reference to some potato chips we have in Canada. Lakanta invites Wes to the Habak where the vision quest took place and takes him through the idols and whatnot. He tells Wesley to start the fire and begin his own vision quest. Picard tries to reason with the Admiral to hold an emergency session with the Federation Council to stop the movement of the tribe from the planet. She says no and hangs up and Riker's no help. He calls Warfin and tells him to prepare to move the inhabitants of the planet. Cut to Wesley having a sweaty vision quest. Hello. (laughs) Lakanta has disappeared. And who appears? (gasps) 
Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> no, wait, it's Wesley's dreamy dad who tells him to stop following him. Wesley walks out of the Habak and Worf is there organizing the removal of the tribe. Meanwhile, I still wait. <laughs> Wesley says, hell to the no, and alerts the tribe members that Starfleet is trying to forcibly remove them. The tribe tells the arrive team to turn into the leave team. <laughs> Fuck. Picard is pissed. There is no tea. He asks for an ex- explanation from Wesley. Wes says the order is wrong to move the tribe. And then he's like, you know what? I'm out of Starfleet. And I'm like, I knew you were the bad boy I always wanted. Tiny boy, little boy, baby boy, I need you. Did you ever watch that episode of It's Always Sunny? doesn't matter. (laughs) Crusher is like, oh, this is partly my fault for putting pressure on you for being what we wanted you to be. Wes seems lighter and says that he doesn't want to blame her. And then it happens. The Traveler. Barf. Bum, bum, bum. He tells him that the Traveler predicted that Wesley was special and maybe he has a different path and this could be the first step. I hate Kegel. <laughs> and Worf <laughs> versus the tribe who've taken two Cardassians hostage. Gull Akar, whoever he is, isn't Gull Dukat, so who cares, tells people on his Apple Watch to infiltrate the planet and intervene. Guess what? On the planet, Wesley stops time like Zach Morris on Say by the Bell. And then fucking Lakanta turns to the traveler who says he's been waiting a long time for this. <laughs> I haven't seen his hands yet, so it's okay so far, but he's still very pedophile He says that he will be Wesley's guide to a life he can't even begin to imagine. And I see the hands and I still hate them so much. <sighs> and Wesley's like, I can't just leave them all like this. And the traveler's like, it's fine. Come to my van where there is candy. And then I texted you that and I missed a part of the resolution to this episode, which sounds like the tribe gets to stay on the planet, but the Cardassian government will oversee the planet or something. The chairs in the meeting room are a very plummy purple I've never noticed before. <laughs> this is in the, I think it's on the Enterprise now. Picard is absolved from his ancestors' bad behavior, and we say goodbye to Wesley, who is wearing yet another terrible vest. Schmidt from New Girl is manning the transporter. Crossover episode, after all, the end. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was amazing. I just, oh, I love it. I just want to um, prepare properly getting what Bill and Dan had said about this episode because I Mm. actually don't know and Mm. um, I couldn't remember what they said. So let me just pull that up and do that first and then I'll talk about what my thoughts were Mm -hmm. because I got some thoughts, if you can believe it or not. How can you not? How can you not? Let's take a look. Um, uh, I might have to go through my computer. This is my dog computer. Mm. Ooh, here's a drive that is shared with me. Well, it's called Rewind. I'm going to pee. Oh my gosh. Go do it. You do you. You do you. I'm going to click on random folders and see if I can find it. Why can't I find it? Templates? Bill, where is it? I know you sent it to me. God damn it. God damn it all to hell. Maybe if I try opening up my actual email account. Do, 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 do. This is called I am unprepared. That's okay. What else are you going to do? You got to listen. You've come this far. <sighs> I'm so glad to be done school. Oh, security alert. Oh, I found it. See it or skip it. What season is this? Ah. No, I don't want to make a copy. What is this? I need my here it is. 
She's got a lip balm. Yes, she does. <laughs> it's, um, it's the bliss sex that I found at the 2009 convention. What? Why is this doing weird things? Um, what season is this? Is season seven? Seven. 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 Episode uh, 20. Yeah, it's like way out there. So we have a see it and a skip it. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. Dan said to see it, barely. Because of my love for DS9 and the whole Maquis thing, I think this is a see it if you are going to continue along with DS9 so you can have a better understanding of things. Wait a second. Because there is belief that um, Chakotay may have come from this um, (gasps) planet and this group of people. But I don't know if that's confirmed or not. So somebody at me on fucking Twatter. Uh, <laughs> it, that's another website. It's not Twitter. It's actually called Twatter, and we're on there as Track Rewind. No. <laughs> uh, and then Bill said, "Skip it." He just put Wesley, the Traveler. Meh. The only yeah. thing that could make me hate this episode more would be a cameo by Doctor Pulaski. <laughs> oh my God! Truth. <laughs> Skip it. A whole season because of her. No, she's not that oh. bad, but she's she's, no, bad. she's not that bad, but she's just not. She's no crusher. No, who is? Flock. Gates McFadden. Doctor. Oh. Doctor Bashir. Doctor Bashir is a good doctor. A little oh, inappropriate, flocks. but um, he gets better. Um, what did I think about this episode? Let me tell take me. you. Let me tell you all about it. I'm gonna just find my notes right here because I. I wrote some stuff down. So the episode starts off badly. It's Riker complaining how he doesn't like it when pussy comes right at his face. And Crusher's all, (laughs) I love cats. You just have to know how to handle them. Good advice, Bev. And I love this Deanna and the empirical research stuff. And then, oh, fuck, I'm watching the wrong episode. This is time skates. (laughs) And I love this episode and I don't want to turn it off. Oh, no. I had taken a picture and posted it. I'm like, I'm doing my homework. And it was the wrong goddamn episode. It was the episode where he just stepped on talking and one long, incredibly Incredibly unbroken. Consensus. moving from topic, topic to topic, 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 topic is really quite hypnotic. All right, so now I'm watching the right episode. Sorry. <laughs> Captain John you know it. You know the rest. Yeah, you know the rest. Uh, so I'm watching the episode now that's proper, and Wesley is all like, I want my own quarters so I can beat off for hours loudly. He's also being extremely emo. So, yeah. ugh. But I loved that Picard was doing a little extra something something for the Admiral. He's a smart man. The way to our hearts is always through our stomach. It's true. I didn't like Emo Wes at all. He was such a brat and he like totally bummed out Jordy. And that made me like really sad because it's like Jordy's only friend is the freaking android and he sucks. And like he never yeah. got any good love. And then even his one little buddy was all like, Meh, I'm experiencing puberty late. Ugh. Um, and it was really hard to watch Beverly trying to like mother a man baby because that's exactly what he was. And I just felt like she needed to just be like, I'm done with you. Silent treatment yeah. shunned. Yeah. Like when Dwight shunned Andy. Yeah. Unshun, go talk to the captain. Shunned. <laughs> um, and is it wrong to say like what you said, that Cardassians are kind of hot? I love the Cardassians. I already, I, so they're, they're such a villain and they're really horrible. And they did horrible things, but they, they just needed the right people to like, Tell them to be a bit nicer. Yeah. There are four penises. Uh, um, <clears throat> so I wrote here, I'm bored and my buzz is wearing off. 
Then I wrote, oh, for fuck's sakes, Wesley can stop time. That weasel doesn't deserve such powers. And then I went, no, the traveler, gross, in caps locks. So gross. (laughs) But I do have some serious thoughts on this episode. I actually really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed this episode, and that surprised me, and here's why. Growing up, I liked the silly, dumb episodes, the lighthearted ones, etc., and I didn't want to watch anything that was deep. But fast forward to now and this podcast, and so many of the funny ones that I loved suck because the 90s humor was full of misogyny and dated jokes that are now not funny. So I watched this, and I was like, this is topical, this is real, this is brilliant, and that is my two cents. Yeah. I love um, the storyline. I thought it was a great storyline. And I think it's a really important storyline. And I think that they did a pretty good job of it. I, my one note, quote, I didn't like this episode, LOL. <laughs> like, and I think what it was, was it is topical. And I'm just so, I'm upset that we haven't gotten any further along the way, how we treat indigenous people. And it's like, we haven't gotten any further on how we treat any people. No, I know. We're all terrible to each other. And so, and that, and like Wesley being a brat and the traveler and the time stoppage, Shining Time Station guy was awesome. Mm, um, always. Picard being worried about this bitch woman. I'm like, can't some, can't women be in power like Janeway where she's just confident and capable and, and straightforward. And like, you don't have to be a bitch because you're a woman in a higher place. Yeah, but then you know what happens, and we've seen this in our own politics, is that as soon as you take the route of being sweet and you be nurturing and you try not to be a bitch, you have people threatening to hurt you. So, yeah, because then you're seen as weak. So it's like a double-edged sword for women. It always will be. If you're too tough, then you're a bitch. And if you're not tough, you're, you're vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. You can't win. And it just, I remember like after hearing about all the death threats that Bonnie was getting about, Every everything and how she's going to rot in every in every single hell that there is and burn forever. I just kind of thought like she is like a decorated veteran. She is a physician. She's the top doctor in BC, and mm-hmm. she's kind and compassionate, and she knows what she's talking about, and she's so smart. And that she has to still deal with that just made me feel like oh what's gonna come for us like well that's why you have to find like a really good balance and the best way to find a balance is to have like a soft pastel pink power suit but when you open up the blazer that's where your machetes are yeah so you know pink pastel blazer yeah well just line it with weapons and then you get you're you're ready if you got if you got to make a point you got your machetes and your points and your sharp points so um yeah, I mean, I like I said, I wasn't really looking forward to watching this episode, and I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I yeah. think I, I think it's because I don't have that much of a love for Wesley that I wasn't really that affected by him. I knew yeah. it was coming, and bonus, there's only like ten seconds of the Traveler. That is very That's manageable. True. Very yeah. manageable. You're right, and only like one scene where I saw the hands, and I've yeah. just seen some other things since then that are just they're they're. Now, I have a question. If you were a hunter and you were hunting the traveler and you chopped off his hands, would you trophy them and put them on the wall or would you throw them into an ocean? Um, No, I, so I would do sort of like a taxidermy thing where they become hooks for my purses and shit. That's great. That's really smart. What about you? Ocean? Um, maybe, um, 
I'd gift them to somebody. You could attach know. them to a long rod and then you'd have sort of like a spaghetti. Back scratcher. Back scratcher. Back yeah. scratcher. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh, now I love his hands. Yeah. So multi-purpose. They are. Okay. Well, I got some crafting ideas now. Christmas is coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I expect. Oh boy. So do we have some fucking fast facts, bitches? We freaking do. I mean, sorry, fuck. We fucking do. Laconta says he's been awaiting Wesley's arrival for two years. This would tie in with the events of Next Generation's The First Duty when Wesley participated with Nova Squadron's cover-up over the death of a cadet. This is probably the catalyst for Wesley becoming disillusioned with Starfleet. Even Admiral Brand, who oversaw the legal proceedings, informs Beverly here how far Wesley has fallen. Hmm... Some fans have speculated that Star Trek Voyager's Commander Chakotay lived on the Dorvan 5 colony and joined the Maquis when Starfleet handed the colony over to the Cardassians. And that is what we talked about, and that is so interesting if I that is indeed true. Love that. I and so. that would be a fantastic side book or a side comic book or a side movie of the early life of Chakotay Sign me up. I just bought the, it hasn't arrived yet, but I treated myself for Christmas to the Janeway biography. That's so cool. So maybe that uh, Una McCormick, I believe is the author, will do a Chakotay. If you're listening, I want it. And I want photos and I want them to be like Burt Reynolds. Yeah. (laughs) The Burt Reynolds on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Let me put my poems inside you. Oh, Corey Allen, the director of pilot Star Trek Next Generation Encounter at Farpoint, as we all know, returns to the the series for the first and only time since the TNG episode, The Game, which also featured Wesley in a major role, motherfucking the game. And we do that episode next. Yes. Yes. I love that fucking episode so much. Ashley Judd. I love that. Can we please have more of her in our lives? Oh, no, sorry. She's blacklisted by fucking Harvey Weinstein. More like Harvey (sighs) Wiener Schnitzel. Fuck you, Harvey Wine Crap Face. Harvey Wallbanger. Bitch. Okay, Wesley's cameo appearance in Star cameo appearance in Star Trek Nemesis brackets 2002 would mm-hmm. imply that at some point he decides to return to Starfleet since he appears wearing the Starfleet dress uniform at the Riker Troy wedding. Also, a deleted scene from the film shows that Wesley is not only back in Starfleet as an ensign, but has been posted on board the USS Titan under Captain Riker's command. What? I've never seen those deleted scenes. And really, he's starting again as an ensign? He's so old. I don't really agree with that. I think he should have shown up with a beautiful family, little kids wearing whatever clothes he wants to be wearing, doing his thing because he found a path. I and it's okay to find a path outside of Starfleet. It is okay. Uh, I would like, so I've been thinking about that movie like daily. Because Tom Hardy. Well. Ron. Oh my God. And then we got the rest. It's, um, plus it's, it's a just, smorgasbord. It's, so, it's such a good movie. I really like it. Um, anyway, all to say, in the opening sequence, Picard referrals to, referrals, refers to Admiral Nekhad Jev, whatever. 
the cunty one, a fleet <laughs> admiral. However, her insignia only has three pips encased in the square, which is the rank of vice admiral. Get it right. Figure it out. Gosh. We're going to notice. Oh, my God. It is said that Wesley is a fourth-year cadet. However, he started at the Academy in 2367, uh, had to retake a year in Star Trek The Next Generation, the first duty. This would make Wesley, at most, a third-year cadet. This is further solidified by the fact Wesley wears only three cadet pips on his collar, not four, 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 four. (laughs) When the Traveler first appears... (laughs) (laughs) Cut it out. Have mercy. <laughs> oh, have mercy. How rude. How rude. What else? You got oh, it, my dude. Manta. Oh, you got it, dude. You got it, dude. I couldn't remember what she said. Yeah, okay, I got a spoon. <laughs> when the traveler first appears in Star Trek The Next Generation, where no one has gone before, he says to Captain Picard in private that Wesley is special, like looking <laughs> Amadeus Mozart is to music, and asks him Ugh. to keep it to himself. And especially. Don't tell his mom. Picard agreed and was never shown telling Beverly that secret. Yet, here in this episode, Beverly relays to Wesley the same statement about being special. How did she find out what the traveler told Picard? As if there isn't a rumor gossip mill that works faster than anything on that ship. Well, and there's such thing as pillow talk, or so one would hope. Mm. I want to watch that episode attached. Oh, yeah. Picard Is that where they're... And, yeah. yeah, they had that thing on the back of their neck. Yeah. I didn't know you just wanted to have coffee and croissant. Sometimes I just want coffee and croissant. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Great episode. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but we're going to watch the game. I'm going to fucking watch that shit today. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm thinking. Good episode. I haven't seen that one in decades. In about 100 years, I haven't seen it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's probably been 20. Like, a lot of the times I watched, rewatched these episodes was in my 20s. Yeah. So it's been like 15 years, 10, 15 years. Okay, not bad. Not All right. Cool. Would thing. you rather I got nothing. <laughs> I think I already talked about the traveler's hands was enough. What are yeah, you going to make with them? What would you make with them? And... Well, actually, no, let's be serious. What would you have done if you were Wesley in that one? If you saw what was happening, would you have been like I took my vacation at the wrong time. I'm going to pretend like I'm not seeing anything and go hang out in the holodeck. Would you bend to the will of Will? Or um, that's a completely other choice. And yeah, I mean, what, what, what do you think? You know, I feel like if I experienced the same things Wesley did in that he went down and he went to the Habak and he had a vision quest and he saw his dad and his dad was like, it's okay, you don't have to do what I did. You don't have to be in Starfleet. If there's something else for you... Um, maybe pursue that. And I think I would go that route. And which, which is interesting because I lived my life so risk-free for so long, but that same sort of scenario presented itself to me where it was like, your life can be different. Yeah. I don't know what Um, I would do. I mean, it's hard to say also, because I think maybe part of me would want to maybe stay on the planet and then maybe make a better connection between Starfleet or the Cardassians and that tribe. Mm Mm-hmm. And kind of mend relations um, or just beat off in the holodeck for two weeks. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I would have been faced with this because I never would have joined Starfleet to start. <laughs> so, oh, man. Well, I would have sure. been like the weird ship's botanist that was down there just being like, got any plants? 
Poison Ivy. Cool. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Next. Rewind. 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 <laughs> Just wrote that. <laughs> I'm like Sounds Wayne like Brady over again. here. Brady's <laughs> so good. It makes yeah. me really happy to have something still so prominent in my life that was so big so long ago. Yeah. Like if I was, let's say, the first time I watched an episode of Star Trek when I was 10, that's 30 years of my life. The word Star Trek has been in my vocabulary. And that's 15 years of us together. Yeah. Since we went to that convention, you were 21. Yeah. Like 15 years ago, how much has changed in our lives? It's crazy. So much. And Star Trek has been a big part of that. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And it's going to be. Yeah. For the next 15 years. For the next 30 years. So this segues into this Christmas surprise I have for you. We are officially two people that are going to be on the mission to Mars. That's not coming back. We're doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Say goodbye to your family. We're leaving tomorrow. (laughs) Oh my God. Could you imagine? Mm. That would be horrible. Uh, (laughs) This is not like the movie, the Martian at all. This sucks. You told me there would be chips and pickles. (laughs) There aren't. No, there's just, peanut butter whiskey and oh. rotten bananas no i don't <laughs> want those things anyway it's a world without salt oh god two peanuts were walking down an alley one was assaulted <laughs> i don't know a stale bought a car and painted a bunch of s's on it and when they drove around everyone's like whoa look at that s car go <laughs> i like that that's cute isn't it yeah it's almost as good as the boobies. What one's that one? What kind of bees make milk? Oh, right. Boobies. <laughs> Boobs. All right. Uh, um, I just finished watching the episode of The Office. Have you seen this show, The Office? It's great. It's the episode where he comes back from Jamaica. And, or, or maybe the one right after it. And he had his computer and he made it like a little thing that was talking. That was like, hi, Jim. I am the computer. And then he's like, boobs <laughs> and he's all like giggling it's so funny i love that show i know it's like the best it is so good it's one of the best i've been watching i was watching the crown but i kind of stopped eh. I, I go through that. waves i i'm like season still season one or maybe oh. season two i just kind of was like Meh. i lost interest i'll get back to it at some point it's, it is very yeah. good um what have I been watching? Oh, Oak Island is back on the History Channel. And that's the one that's like, they're trying to find the buried treasure in Nova Scotia. Yeah, oh, they're like God. excavating the whole place. This is the best thing I have. This is how I describe the show. I fucking hate it. It frustrates me more than anything. And I can't wait for the next episode. I've been oh. watching the damn thing for fucking eight years. This is season eight. What? And they, <laughs> not, they found wood. They found coins. They, I mean, they found, they found real stuff. But I'm wanting like yeah, a treasure but- chest. I don't know if it's going to happen after Bulls this many years. years. I know. And now they have a new show where they go something different each week. They talk to people who are searching different types of treasures. And I'm like, I'm here for it. Let's find those lost Shakespeare manuscripts and the arms that belong to that David statue or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So we did it. We watched the final episode of Wesley and <sighs> Bringing Back the Traveler, which I didn't realize he's in three episodes. 
hell it's another episode. episode. I don't know. I saw it somewhere and I was like, I don't, I'm just going to pretend I didn't see that. I'm not going to bring it up. And then now I'm talking about it. It's like, that's my own fucking fault, <laughs> but we're going to do the game next. And that's yeah. going to be, I get to do the, I get to do the synopsis. Oh yeah. my God. Oh my I know. God. Starts off with Riker, like fucking, fucking, fucking up that chick. They're fucking having sex, playing fucking video games. I know. Fucking, fucking asshole. Fuck. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Ugh. Got a little GoPros on and their game looked extremely boring. You want to talk about games? I have been obsessed. Like the only time I have free time between school and work, like work has been so busy and so good. We'll talk about that later. Uh, I've been playing this stupid game on my computer. That's like one of those like hidden objects, mm. you know, like, so it's like a picture of like a sewing room and you're like, where's the apple and where's the... Well, fuck me. This thing, Seeker's Notes, it's got music. It's got special effects. There's creepy houses. There's people. And there's things that you have to kill. And I'm like, oh, man. I haven't paid for anything yet, but I think about it sometimes. I'm like, I could really use 100 rubies. Those would really get me some places. (laughs) That's a game. I love those object games. They're great. They're really relaxing. They are. Unless they use a word to describe something where you're like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, with a fetter. It's ball and chain. Christ, just say ball and chain. Yeah. And so I'm looking around at something, just clicking random shit, being like, is that? I know. Thing? And you like, get like penalized for clicking. You know, too you much. lose seconds, 10 seconds, and then 15 the second time. I don't. I got I don't three like minutes. The timed ones. I don't like the timed ones. I know. But anyway, I play them. That's a game. All right. So on that note, I'm going to pop and lock it as okay. I do to this. Do you like podcasts? Do it, do you? Anybody? Bueller? (laughs) You want to hear more? Check out all the great shows that make up the Trek Geeks podcast network by visiting them at trekgeeks.com. There's something for everyone. If you like it and you want more, you can support us by subscribing to bonus content on Patreon. Get access to the unedited audio of all the Trek Geeks podcasts and a lot of other perks. And you can interact with Trek Rewind on Twitter at Trek Rewind. Lastly, we'd like to thank five-year mission for their amazing music check them out at fiveyearmission.net and because you've listened this far along and laughed at all of our jokes and said really nice things about us when we're not listening or looking which is like the ultimate test why don't you go to fansets <laughs> and get yourself a 15 percent discount by using our code rewind it's all in caps to infinity and blonde oh and blonde <laughs> to infinity my god hair on my face my cowlick is out of control these days. I don't know what I did to infinity and beyond. <laughs> Music for Rewind is provided by Five Year Mission. They're writing an original song for each episode of Star Trek. Hear more of their music at fiveyearmission.net. Rewind is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.